It's the Doug Zone. Uh, we're trying something a little different for this opening. I have prepared uh, Doug Zone Mad Libs. Uh, Jillian, I need a noun and a celebrity, please. And they can't they can't be Doug related. I'm assuming that that one. Uh, they can be. You know, uh, you can be. But you know, feel free to be creative with it. Um, let's do let's do a lampshade and Ronald okay. Reagan. All right. Uh, okay. Here I'm preparing my little <laughs> notes here. Uh, what if a lampshade was racist? Interesting. And Ronald Reagan was a pedophile. Uh, so that's our <laughs> that's our Doug Zone Mad Libs for you. <laughs> good thing neither of those are true. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, neither of those are true. Oh, boy. I don't remember if it was on mic or not that I realized that uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan uh, is 666 if you just go by the letters in his name. But that was a spiral that, that I is, on wow. a couple yeah. months back. I was like, what are they trying to tell us? Uh, maybe maybe this evangelical christian secretly worshiped the devil you gotta Uh, you gotta keep stop thinking that people naming their children are trying to tell you something well i think he was trying to tell us something like i don't know maybe he changed his name to wilson maybe his first middle name was frederick or something um then he was like this simply cannot do it won't work yeah he's like well that's six uh however many letters there are in frederick six which simply won't do I won't be able to give Matt hints in the future about my dastardly <laughs> plans. Um, I love reading a history book like it's a it's a mystery and being yeah. like, well, these all piece together somehow. <laughs> I'm going to figure this one out. I have like a big cork board with little bits of red string. It's like Hannibal mm-hmm. tied to the Alps. I'm like, what was he planning? Uh, <laughs> if only he wrote letters and launched a military campaign attempting to do something, but we'll never know. You never will. You just read the first part of every history of textbook. <laughs> and then I just try and figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. You're like, I knew it. <laughs> I told you, everybody. I'm like, what? No, that's, that's not the case at all. Like, read to the, yeah, I read it to the end. It's like an Agatha Christie book where like the last chapter tells you all the answers. Except yeah. The except- last chapter just tells you what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just refuse to read that part. Yeah, I'm like, well, sorry, that ruins the fun for me. I prefer my series of events. I actually prefer for them not to figure it out because I prefer to figure it out myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm just sitting there with my brow furrowed like, well, who won the Civil War? I don't know. <laughs> um, I just look at there's a big American flag waving behind me. I'm like, if only there was some way for me if to know. If only there was a clue. If only there was some sort of clue. It's right under my nose. I can feel it. <laughs> Um, but anyway, how are you today, Julian? I'm good. Um, it's been an interesting week for me personally. I've been in, uh, Dallas the past few days, just came back. Did you, uh, visit that hollowed site where, uh, George H.W. Bush pulled the trigger? I, what? What? Huh? (laughs) No, I didn't say anything. George Um, H.W. Bush pulled the trigger? Is that what you just said? (laughs) Uh, maybe. Who knows? All, look, all I'm going to say is he was in Dallas. Uh, he was hanging out. Um, so And in the CIA at the time. So who knows what he did. <laughs> I, I got my ribs tattooed. Oh, right. Yeah, you told me about this. It's it very painful. Hydrangea, right? Yes. Very cool. Yes. I love hydrangeas. Even hydrangeas if, are very nice. Yeah, we have hydrangeas out back. I think I said this in the Discord. Uh, but, you know, for the, the filth, the slime listening who haven't joined <laughs> our Discord yet, uh, kill yourselves. 
Uh, oh, but, wow. Uh, keep, set up like an auto download or something. We don't want the numbers to suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we have hydrangeas in our backyard and the deer always eat them before they like That's sad. get pretty. But They're actually have interesting. Like the flower changes color based on the acidity of the soil. So like the same flower will That's be cool. like different colors depending on the year. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Nifty little flower. But rib tattoos are very painful for anyone planning on getting one. I have two. Um, (laughs) This one hurts significantly worse. Is it, was it bigger or was it just the, like, it was more rib? Yeah. It's just, it's just in a different spot and it's bigger and more like shaded. So. Okay. More tattooing went on. Yeah. There was a dog at the tattoo studio that was pretty good named Suki. That's pretty cool. Was the dog so was it like uh was it like a parlor dog or was it just like a person's dog? It was my my artist dog, but he just kinda vibes. Just kinda hanging out. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love a chill dog just hanging out in an establishment. Mm-hmm. My dogs could never. Yeah, I was gonna say, um My dog infamously rams her nose into people's crotches when she first meets them. Yeah, I can see how this might cause problems. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an to, issue. Trying to permanently mark another human being and a dog just headbutts you. Um, yeah. <laughs> would not would not be the best. I do really like that, though. Like, the idea of, like, this, like, intricate, beautiful beautiful tattoo and then just a single line, like, jutting in another direction. <laughs> what happened there? Well. Well, you know, uh, my, my tattoo artist got uh, just rammed in the crotch by a dog and stuff, you know. You know how it goes. It's just, it's part of the process. <laughs> you know, it's the risks. They come with the territory. I mean, what's the fun of tattooing if you're not doing it under duress? Yeah. <laughs> just holding a gun to my tattoo artist it's head. It's like a mixture between Ink Masters and like Cutthroat Kitchen, where you have to like <laughs> do it wearing boxing mitts or something. <laughs> but you're still tattooing on people. Of course, yeah. Like, it's still permanent artwork on them, but... You have to do it wearing a lobster claw. <laughs> it reminds me of the um, the thing about boxing gloves. Reminds me of the. Are you familiar with uh, chess boxing? Chess boxing? No, it's I'm exactly not. what it sounds like. Um, they just they play a game of chess and then also have a boxing match at the same time. Uh, yeah. So like they like sit down after the match and then hang on. Let me look it up. I uh, the Instagram page Depths of Wikipedia posted uh, a picture of it. Chess boxing. Yeah, there's a whole league. Yeah, so it's a hybrid sport that combines two traditional disciplines: chess and boxing. Two combatants play alternating rounds of blitz chess and boxing until one wins by checkmate or knockout. Uh, It's also possible to win by time penalty, as in normal chess, and by boxing decision if there is a draw in a chess round. I like um, the pictures of this because they like put on headphones. Yeah, it's really funny. Like and that set up a little card table in the center of the ring. Yeah, they're just hanging out. Um, I don't know. I think like chess boxing is very funny in general because it's like it feels like something that like a high schooler writing a fanfic would come up with to prove that like their character is smart but also powerful. Is yeah, that, like, okay. Boxes and then plays chess. And then for apparently some people out there in real life decided that they also wanted to prove that. I like I like it because you probably get worse at chess the more you box. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, you're exactly. getting like brain trauma and just slowly getting worse at chess. Yeah, like if you're a grandmaster and then you get CTE, your chess game is probably going to suffer a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first like, round, real easy. 
Yeah, famously, we want the most cerebral sport to uh, be played after you've sustained head trauma multiple times. Like, um, anyway, I'm a big fan of the it. Logo yeah, the logo is pretty cool. Oh, for the uh, World Chess Boxing Association? Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me look it up real the quick. The B with the night piece in it? Ooh, this is cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Shout out to the World Chess Boxing Association mm-hmm. for your sick logo. Apparently, this article has multiple issues, so. Hmm. Well, I choose to ignore them. I love this article as it is, personally. Um, Yeah, that is, I like the idea of just ramming two things together that just have no business being together and just calling it a new sport. I mean, yeah, it's the same as uh, like biathlons, the things where it's like you you ski down a mountain and then stop and shoot things. Yeah, but at least those are both like athletic-ish yeah that's true yeah they're both like on some like i guess shooting you could argue that there's more of a mental thing to it but yeah they're both Uh at the end of the day physical things yeah it's like writing an essay and then swimming three laps like they just have (laughs) nothing to do with each other whatsoever i also yeah like a timed essay is a really funny thing for like uh a sport to have like there's just like the crowd like going fucking wild as this guy's typing out like a five paragraph essay on like catcher in the rye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, while you're doing the race, uh, a, they just have a group of English teachers sit down and uh, yeah. grade your paper. And then whoever uh-huh. gets a higher score. You get points taken off of your time based on how good your essay is. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I figured yeah, out the scoring. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. You know, first Doug's own live show, Jillian and I will uh, compete against each other in essay swimming. Um, and I'm really hoping that my ability to write well will come and save me because, oh boy, I can swim, but not fast. Yeah, that's uh, how I am. Yeah. I won't drown, but I won't get out of the pool quickly. If there's a shark <laughs> in the pool, I'm a goner. Oh, that, that adds another element. There's oh, like there's obstacles in the, in the pool. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've released <laughs> wild animals in the pool. There's a shark who's, I mean, he's dying because the pool is full of chlorine water and he, he can't breathe. But, you know, there's, he's hungry. So there was a specialty wrestling stipulation match they did only once called the Kennel from Hell match. Oh, no. And it's two steel cages inside of each other. And in between them were starving pit bulls. Oh, my God. So it's. <laughs> It's exactly as bad as it sounded. So if you're wondering what happened, uh, the Pipples just started pissing and humping each other and didn't give a shit about what else was happening. That's honestly the funniest outcome. Yeah. I feel like if anything else happened, it would be very sad. Yes, if anything Um, else happened, I'd be upset. But the Pipples just like shitting on each other and that's it. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. They like couldn't air it very well because they were just like, Nobody wants to see dogs humping each other while yeah. people are wrestling. <laughs> Very weird. It's also just an insane idea to begin with. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, some, some people had ideas where, like, wrestlers would have their own gimmick matches. Mm-hmm. And some of them worked successfully, but most of the time they were just, like, shitty steel cage matches. But Complete worse. disasters. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess makes sense. It's to be expected. If mm-hmm. you're doing gimmicks, that's how it's going to end up. Yeah. Like the, the buried alive matches were fine. Are, are those what they sound like? Where you, where you put your opponent in a coffin. <laughs> and, All then, right. and then attempt to bury them alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. You, you win by getting your opponent into a closed casket. <laughs> okay. 
I was just imagining like straight up like the prestige, like the media comes around and then oh, okay, yeah. one of you is just standing there with a shovel and like, is he still alive? He's like, well, how fast can you dig? And he just walks away <laughs> as the media desperately attempts to save this man. Um, uh, the prestige, what a, what a baffling turn that movie makes. It is an awesome movie. It's so I funny. I love that, that movie, but just like the fact that the first half of the movie is like this guy can only do this trick because he has a twin yeah and that's yeah. like well, the premise of the movie is this guy has an advantage because he secretly has a twin yeah it is very funny that yeah and Hugh Jackman the last, like, invents magic yeah the last <laughs> third of the movie Hugh Jackman creates a cloning machine yeah and it's like where is his brain actually at who remembers yeah yeah the, he- that Hugh Jackman's like he fa- he spoke to Nikola Tesla and created a way to like duplicate his consciousness just so he could compete with a set of uh, twins. Yeah, like just two guys who look the mm-hmm. same. Yes. Um, yeah. What a great movie! I was just thinking about it the other day. I uh, the first time I watched it, I was on a plane to Europe. My mm-hmm. brother was sleeping. That's the, seat like next the correct to me. place to watch. Yeah, it was great. Just on a plane to Europe. Yeah, so Michael was asleep, and then I woke him up and made him watch the movie because I wanted to talk with someone about it. Uh, <laughs> he was asleep, and I shook I'm sure him he awake. appreciated that. Well, he likes he likes the prestige. He enjoyed the movie. It's a good he movie. Was not pleased with me when I first woke him up, but I was like, Michael, Michael, hey, I want you to watch a movie. Like, what? Why the movie was, was like the most drownings? Yeah, I mean. Maybe not on screen. I guess there's only two on screen drownings, right? Oh, spoilers for the prestige, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, you know, it's just skip out. to. Th- it's been out. Like, yeah. it's been out. It is also uh, hot take. Christopher Nolan's best movie. It's the one that I like okay. the most. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, maybe not his best. It's definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it was but, like my favorite movie for a while. Yeah, just it's like full stop. It's very good. Um, it has David Bowie in it playing Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize the first time I watched it. I was like, man, Tesla looks weird. What's up with this guy's face? Uh, Just was David Bowie. Yeah. And it's like, ah, that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea of a remake of it. And all that happens is they just like are Photoshopping in his character from Labyrinth over the <laughs> Tesla scenes. <laughs> Nothing's different except for that. It just cuts to scenes from the Labyrinth. Yeah, they yeah, like the, the, setting with the audio complete. shoddily like pieced together to try and say the right things. Yeah, so he's like, it's meet Nikola Tesla. I yeah, <laughs> like ah yes, I love the prestige. <laughs> um, with just like the the color gradient put over it, so it's like all dark, but it's still very yeah, clearly it's, the labyrinth. It's kind, of, yeah, it's kind of blue and dark mm-hmm. and dark, but other than that, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. That these are the remakes that I want. I want remakes like that. I want remakes that are made by the by the people that make like President singing Toxic by Britney Spears. I want that guy to make these remakes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. These people chopping the yeah, that's what I want. I want a remake of it where Nikola Tesla is singing Toxic by Britney Spears. (laughs) Um, For no reason, it's never it's never acknowledged by any other characters. They just respond to him as though he's speaking. Yeah, for sure. I watched the Thor movie that came out. Oh, did you? When I that, didn't see this one. It was fine, but when the when the scene came up with the little boy with like the shitty face, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, about? the one that was yeah. Is this the one that I sent you? Yes. Yeah. It was... Everyone in the theater laughed. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. The thing is, is that the effects in the rest of the movie look fine. It's just that scene. 
There's just like a couple scenes that look brutal. It's just that one that looked oh. absolutely awful. The rest yeah. of them are like, okay, like passable at least. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess you can't win them all. Again, it was only made by the richest studio yeah. in the world. It's not like they could afford, they couldn't really spring for good effects. Mm-hmm. No, they had to, you know, budget. Yeah, which I was talking about. Did you, uh, have you seen any ads for that Miss Marvel show? I yes. was talking about this in the Discord. I, I need a second opinion because Coach said that it looks fine. Am I just getting like really bad ads? It looks awful. I don't know. I haven't been really paying attention. I like I'm fascinated by the ads. Like the effects look so just bad. I don't know. I can't really like put it into words, but it just feels cheap. Um, And I think it's partially because of the fact that like it's starring like a young child actor who no one really knows, or at least it doesn't have like the pull that say like Mm -hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch does. And so like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter. We'll just throw it out there. Um, It is nice that they're putting like unknown-ish actors in like main roles. Yeah. Even if it's just like on TV or whatever, because for a while it was just every movie was starring. Yeah. It was the the biggest actors on the planet. Yeah. I guess Tom Holland had done something before he was Spider-Man, but he was definitely yeah, like he had the, been on stuff, but he was less. He was definitely like the smallest name of he that wasn't movie. Like, yeah. Like yeah, even like Chadwick Boseman, I had seen in stuff mm-hmm. before that one. Um, but normally it's like Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Yeah, a lot it's, of it's the Chris's. Yeah, all the yeah. Chris's. The Chris's get cast in a lot of things. Yeah. Ben and Chris Cumberbatch. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Scar Chris Johansson. <laughs> um, hmm. Nick. Are you trying to think of another actor? I'm just trying to remember the names of any other actors in yeah in the in the MCU. Hmm. Chad Chris Bozeman. Yeah, Chad Chris Bozeman. <laughs> Rob Chris Downey Jr. Uh-huh. Um, this is a good bet. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. This is technically making progress over. What if I just read about monitor lizards for an hour uh, <laughs> from last episode? As a side note, uh, shout out to Coach for uh, revealing my the fact that I'm complicit in the assassination of Shinzo Abe. Um, he found a quote that I said, apparently, on an episode. I have no memory of this. Apparently, May of this year, I said that it would be easier to assassinate a former president than a current one, and also funnier. Um, and then, what do you know? I do a couple months this, later, actually. <laughs> a couple months later, our boy Shinzo gets got. Um, Dang! So shout out to our one Japanese listener for doing something real. Uh, <laughs> um, so this video that we watched, right? Yeah, let's talk about the nostalgia critic. I I have something to say about this video. This one is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells. Nostalgia critic and. Yes, indeed. What, what would you like to say about this one? <laughs> Their criticism of it is fundamentally flawed because they're most upset that they're pretending that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are real. Yeah, their criticism is insane. Like, these <laughs> characters are fictional. How could you act like they aren't? Like, what, what are you talking about? That's this the is made for point. children. Yeah. The- also, that's the whole point is that it's like a mockumentary style yeah, about this tour that they went on. That's the whole point of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So coming out of their shells, apparently they did like some tour where they were a rock band, and yeah, it, it doesn't look good, but of course it no, doesn't. But it it's was men for six in giant turtle suits pretending to sing rock songs. How could that possibly go well? 
Um, <laughs> it's just guar, but for children. Um, but <laughs> um, sorry, I shouldn't have said that right as you were taking a drink. No, but, it's all good. Um, but yeah, anyway, and then they make a mockumentary about like the the filming of it as though the turtles are real. So yeah. it's, they're just they're doing kayfabe with the turtles, yeah. and all of their criticisms are. You all know that the Ninja Turtles aren't real, right? It's like, well, yes, of course we do. <laughs> and I hate it because the people in the comments are eating it up. Yeah, the top comment that I have is my favorite part is, yes. when, the, is when Nerd says, oh, sorry, he says, I like the part where Nerd says, they're not real. Stop acting like they're fucking real. It's like, well, yeah. That's, the amount that's... of profanity in this video was startling. I will yeah. say. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's, I mean, the angry video game nerd, again, say what you will about it, is his take on TMNT coming out of their shells is fundamentally broken, but he's also, you can tell why he's the guy who started this apocalypse. Cause he is, he's a league above. He's very yeah. creative with his profanity. I was listening to some of this. I was like, Ooh, um, yeah. let me see if I can come up with any examples as we're, as we're discussing it. He had a couple lines that actually made me laugh. No, like the whole video wasn't bad. I was just perpetually getting upset. Like the part where they're like, it sounds like Christian rock. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it does it, sound like was, Christian rock. Yeah, it was made in like the 90s. Of course, it sounds Everything like Christian sounds rock. Like Christian it rock. was all Christian rock back then, whether you knew it or not. Um, I just imagine the turtle saying, remember, dudes, marriage is a sacred bond between a man and a woman. <laughs> That's a good comment. Just imagining the turtle standing up, uh, just reciting the Doug Walker quote about gay marriage. Uh, <laughs> I think that they're saving the sanctity of marriage. Many are wondering. Yeah, many are wondering our thoughts on feminism, dudes. Uh, <laughs> Cowabunga! Women are people. I did like that part—the part where they all the guys in the documentary just clearly gave up and they just started shouting like "Cowabunga!" Tubular. Uh, that was pretty good. Let's see. I went to one of these concerts when I was five, and my brother and I still laugh over how silly this was. So it's, true. I think that one of the issues that I have with the way that the nostalgic critic reviews these things is he doesn't take, like, he doesn't mention the fact, like, this is for children. It's allowed to be a little silly. Yeah. Or the fact that, yeah, like, part of the, the silliness of this is clearly a, like, this, the mockumentary was clearly, like, made for the parents. And now, obviously, it doesn't look like it was good, even by the standards no. of what it was trying to do, um, as evidenced by the fact that. I think every single person in it messed up their lines. Uh, but, you know, this was clearly not something meant for the children. The children weren't supposed to watch this documentary and go like, wow, the turtles are real. It was something for the parents to go like, oh, haha. Yeah, I, it was something I get for the parents to, to watch with the kids and for the parents to like have some entertainment value for it. Yeah, which I appreciate. Look, you gotta, you need to give the parents something. They mm -hmm. have children. They've got to deal with them. Give them Cut them some slack every now and then. Make a, a joke for them. Crumb. Yeah, give them a crumb of something to laugh at. Um, which, speaking of which, uh, this is old news by now. But did you see um, the uh, goodness? I'm forgetting his name now. The creator of Gravity Falls published his emails with the uh, like the standards in practice. No, uh, for, yeah, like the Disney censors and like the things that they were making him cut out of the show. It was insane. Was it insane um, what he was trying to put into the show or insane what they were telling insane him? Insane what they were cutting out. Tell? Yeah. So there's like one where there was like a, uh, like, and this is the one I think about still. I was thinking about it at work the other day because of how wild it was. Was 
there was an invite to a party that a character is handed. And one of the things on it said, bottles will be spun. And he got an email saying that that implies that it was, and I quote, a kissing party and therefore was not appropriate. Uh, and so he responded like, what is a kissing party? How can I get invited to one? Um, what is a kissing party? Yeah. So anyway, they replaced it with just by just saying not SNP approved on the invitation, uh, which feels so much dirtier. It does. Uh, <laughs> like, Wait, what? Why not? Um, but yeah, it was all things what like that. What are they that. doing at this party? And then there was also like the, I guess not as crazy when you think about when it was happening, but like he wanted to make some characters gay and they made him yeah. turn them into straight couples. But like it's Disney. Of course that happened. Like no surprise there. Yeah. But there's just every now and sure. then there were like insane things like that. Like a completely innocuous joke. And I'm like, what? That they just weren't okay. allowed to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Falls is a good show. It holds up. It's a great show. Uh, before my younger brother left on his mission, we watched the entirety of it with him. That was like one of the nice. last things we did. And it's, it's, I am amazed how well that show holds up. Yeah, no, it's still, I've watched it fairly recently. Still some banger apps. Yeah, uh, Gravity Falls. Also, Phineas and Ferb holds up really well. Uh, there were some, I loved Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, it, that show, my family and I will just put that one on the rotation sometimes. We're just hanging out. I distinctly remember having food poisoning and watching the episode of Phineas and Ferb where they have the squirrels in their backyard. And they oh, have like yes. the security cameras trying to like <laughs> capture them or whatever. And me laughing so hard that I just started throwing up. <laughs> um, oh man, I'm trying to think about what it was. I watched something when I had this like raging fever and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Um, because I just like the whole time I was like fading in and out of consciousness. What was it? I like, I'm just getting these like, very warped flashes of memory. Anyway, if this comes back, I'll uh, I'll bring it up. Let's I had see. a panic attack at the dentist yesterday. That was embarrassing. That is, you know what? Yeah, you should be embarrassed about that. I, I uh, was. <laughs> this poor old lady dental hygienist, she felt so bad for me and was like trying to calm me down. And I was like, I'll be fine. I just need a minute. <laughs> I'll be fine. Just give me laughing gas. Um, give me any pain medication you have. <laughs> Hand me one of them. And oh, one brother. of each. I'll take a I'll take a round of each. Yeah, and then I'll just get in the car and drive myself home. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in retrospect, I'm amazed I didn't have a panic attack in the dentist that time. They were drilling my teeth, and I felt it all. Um, yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, I, if I told this story before, how I like does numbing that stuff you, just not work on you? Uh, Novocaine specifically. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that happened to my brother where he was decided not to be put under for his wisdom teeth surgery. Ooh, yeah, that's which like I cannot imagine being conscious for that. That would be and a then nightmare. the numbing stuff didn't work fully, so hmm. he could like feel his wisdom teeth getting taken out. Yeah, that's it's not good. Very traumatic for him. Yeah, that's that's deeply upsetting. But yeah, I think I've mentioned it before, so I'll just say it briefly. But yeah, like I was getting a filling done, and. uh just like felt it the whole time. And I just assumed like, well, I bet it would be a lot worse if they didn't give me pain meds. So I won't say anything, even though, you know, it, the first thing they say when they do something like that is if you experience any discomfort, just let us know. But I was just there like, well, we'll do. Yeah. Like, you sure just sit thing. there in pain. Yeah. And I like at the end of it, I couldn't stand up because I was shaking so hard. And they're like, are you Jesus okay? Christ. I was like, yeah, it was just incredibly painful. And they're like, 
why didn't why you didn't tell you us? Say anything? Why, why wouldn't you tell us this? I was like, oh, I don't know. I figured it was supposed to be. Um, <laughs> anyway. I figured this was a normal thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I figured that waves of agony washing over you, like just tsunamis of pain. Were, I figured that was part of the experience, you know? And like, no, it's supposed to be numb. Um, but, oh, well. Anyway. Yeah, that's kind of like when I was getting my, my tattoo done, I was like, well, I can't stop. Yeah, but I mean, I guess with a tattoo, that's a little more normal because it is. Yeah, it's supposed not to hurt. supposed to hurt, but it does. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I should have yeah. done like Bactine or something, just like some sort of numbing thing. Yeah, or, like taking an ibuprofen or something. But I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm gonna raw dog going this into one. this one raw. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I guess with a tattoo, it does make sense to just try and power through. Yeah. And I, I took a couple breaks for, like, water. Yeah. But it kind of hurts worse, like, going back to it after. Yeah, because then it's already a little raw. You've had time to just sit, sit there and think it. about it. Yeah. yeah. I guess, how long did it take? Uh, I was probably in the chair for, like, 45 minutes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she she did it really fast. Yeah, I am. That is not what I was Felt expecting. Like about Euro. three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Fair. Mentally, I was there for a, a few years, but physically. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should do. Is like do acid before getting a thing. I mean, like, yeah, that I experienced is- ego death while I was in the chair, but other than that, pretty good experience. I um, think if I did any sort of psychedelic before getting a tattoo, I would convince myself that like they were taking off my skin. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if I haven't been tattooed, but I am told that sometimes it does feel like that when you're sober. So I cannot yeah. imagine uh, <laughs> what that would be like if you had done something that's just warping your perception of reality yes. itself. My first tattoo I got while I was drunk, but that's not surprising. Yeah, that's not a not surprising. I feel like many people's first On tattoo someone's is like couch that. in Lubbock. <laughs> oh, wait, the uh, the knife one. No, the knife was like by an actual tattoo. Okay, artist. yeah, I was like, wow, that looks amazing little, for something done a by just a guy. I have a ghost costume. Oh, that's very cute. I don't know it's, if I know about good. this guy. But um, yeah, it was, it was, that one didn't hurt because I was drunk. And also, <laughs> it took like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was by somebody who had tattooed for like two months prior. Yeah, so, you know. Not my smartest decision, but I don't regret it. But hey, know? if Ghost Cat turned out good. Um, His name is Catsper. His name is Cat. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, if you don't mind, where's where's Catsper hanging out? Um, uh, it's on like my lower back. Okay. It's like in a tramp stamp area. <laughs> That's very. I have funny. a tramp stamp of a cat in a ghost costume. Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid. <laughs> That's, maybe funny. that's what my first tattoo will be. I'll get a tramp stamp. Um, yeah, for sure. It doesn't really hurt that bad. When you're yeah, I guess drunk. that makes sense. I, mean, I don't know what it feels like sober, but yeah. drunk it was, it was it pretty probably easy. Helps. <laughs> yeah, wow, it was crazy. <laughs> Tattoos just don't hurt when you get drunk. Made the room spin a little bit, but you know. <laughs> yeah, tattoo. I felt a little sick the next day, but I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just because it was my first tattoo. <laughs> You know, you got hangovers from tattoos. Yeah, you got a tattoo, you wake up dehydrated. But, you know, other than that, I recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) I got a tattoo. I I don't know. Apparently, I texted some people. I don't remember what I said, but they responded very concerned. It must just be a thing when you get tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Texted my ex, but that's fine. 
I crashed my car on the drive home. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoos got me feeling a little weird. Yeah, don't tattoo and drive, everybody. Um, That also feels like something that would happen on a reality TV show. It's like you get a tattoo in the back of a car while it's driving over a bumpy road. You get a tattoo while you're driving. They're like trying to tattoo your arm. Oh, God, that sounds awful. (laughs) I I hate the thought of that one. Um, (laughs) Too much? That's too much. There's too much going on for me to get tattooed and drive. Um, What if the tattoo artist is driving? Distracted driving, but it's like on a course. Yeah, somehow that does feel better. Um, At least it's taking some pressure off me, right? Like, I don't have to worry. I'm like, well, it's all on him if something goes wrong. (laughs) Um, I do like the bit in the coming out of their shells documentary about, I don't remember who it is that plays bass, but that he just plays a one string bass guitar, three fingers. That was a, that was a good bit by the people who made the show. Yeah. Um, His thing where he's like, it's like playing tennis with a racket with only one string. And I'm like, no, it's not. Hey, no, you can play bass with just one string. You can only play like a select number of notes. Yeah. Your options are limited, but it's possible. Yeah. You can play Tennis with one string is not i mean i guess it's also technically possible but but it's it's, less possible it's much less possible like even incredibly talented tennis players would struggle to do that whereas like someone who has a knowledge of bass could play with one string i think i could play play bass with one string would it sound good no but i could yeah i'm gonna come out here and say i could i could do it uh i could also play (laughs) tennis with one string would i do well would i hit the ball no maybe not but you know I'm playing tennis, even if I'm losing. Um, it's going to be another one of our biathlons is the tennis bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. You play tennis with one string, and then you have to each rock out a bass guitar solo, also with, with one, string. one string. The same string. You unstring the, the racket. the one string biathlon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, yeah. What else will we put in our biathlon Olympics? Um, oh, it's just an Olympics full of biathlons. Yeah, just Olympics, okay. and it's just us competing. As Doug's own listeners watch us just get increasingly frustrated and confused <laughs> by the various things we've set ourselves up with. You have to like do a calculus test and then play baseball. Yeah, you do a calculus test. Uh, yeah, and then, okay, I like that one. Yeah. Um, you have to riff out an episode of a podcast and then. Riff out a Patreon episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. And frankly, I think that's the hardest one. So if it you really want is. to uh, reward us for our hard work, you can head over to patreon.com slash the Doug Zone. Is that, is that the link? Did I just give a wrong yeah. link? Okay, good. No, that's correct. Um, Patreon links are pretty easy. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just never remember if it's like a slash or a dash. And I know that nowadays people just type links directly into their browser. No one just Googles the Doug Zone Patreon. That wouldn't happen. Or just opens Patreon and searches. That, that is funny to me that we were like just after the age of people like having to do like they put in a funny word dot com and hope something comes up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like that's funny to me, like people Googling like boobs dot com. The funniest thing about that really is not even that they were doing it, but that sometimes it would come up like you would search that. Yeah, like it would get work. a website. <laughs> you got what you wanted. And yeah. You and just like, did. Oh, look at that. Damn. Who would have guessed? Um, who would have guessed that boobs.com has boobs on it yeah and also I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess at least 30 different kinds of malware Um, yeah 100% I learned uh, a couple days ago about this guy who um, hacked into this like the servers of this like children's toy uh, Mm -hmm. 
and then learned that it was like saving every single video that these kids took and like all of their information and their home addresses. Jesus um, Christ. And then just like he contacted the media, understandably, because he was like, uh, well, I don't like this. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, yeah, they probably shouldn't be keeping this because also this was early enough in like, I think it was like 2003, 2004. Like oh, it just wow. wasn't required for them to disclose that they were doing that. Uh, so no one knew until the media was like, hey, by the way, if your kid has this toy, uh, the internet don't. knows your home address. Yeah. Um, but, and then. It's crazy uh, how easy it was for pedophiles back then. Yeah, exactly. That's part of why he turned it in. Cause he was like, uh, I, oh no, this is really easy. Um, yeah. yeah. It was so, way too easy to be a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were really playing on easy mode before the internet learned, before the internet really caught on to their little schemes. Um, Early internet was like the wild west for everyone, but I think like specifically they were having a good time, like a oh, yeah. day with it. Yeah, <laughs> the idea of a pedophile walks into like uh, a saloon and everybody stops and looks at him as he walks out, and, like, sidles up to the bar and he goes, "I'll have a little boy, please." <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, stranger? Is he just like taking a child out of a safe and setting him on the table? <laughs> Um, anyway, oh yeah, but the thing I was going to say about this guy is that he, like, basically just got, like, a slap on the wrist. Like, he was effectively let off with a warning for hacking into this server and stealing, like, it was, well, like, terabytes worth of information. Yeah, because he, like, Yeah, exactly. So, like, blew. Yeah, like, you didn't, you didn't sell this information. Uh, thank you, by the you way. You did the right thing. Yeah, and you told us, so, uh, hey, don't do that again. And then, like, the next year, he, uh, like, hacked into Microsoft uh, and it was like one of the biggest data breaches in their history. Uh, and then, you know, actually faced consequences for that one. They like find him something. And yeah. then he like stole the North Korean operating system as well. Like he just. That's so sick. Yeah. They interviewed. This him. guy might be my hero. Well, okay. If what he's did your he hero do? already, did he do just wait wrong? until you just wait until you hear the last bit. Oh, the okay. reason he never served jail time is because he was autistic. And they yes. were worried that it, <laughs> they were worried that that would put him at risk if he was with other prisoners. Um, God, that's so sick! It's so awesome that he Getting was able out to of jail time for being autistic is so sick. Yeah, he's like repeatedly hacking into servers, and the whole time he's like, "Well, I'm you know I'm neurodivergent." Like, well, all right, well, I off am you on go, you little scamp. They're like um, about to put handcuffs on, and he goes, "Wait, wait, like, hang on now!" And he just like lifts up his shirt. There's just a little puzzle piece. Yeah, and like, <laughs> damn it! I keep <laughs> joking about getting a puzzle piece tattoo. <laughs> I'm just worried that people will not understand that I'm joking about it. Like, I'm joking that it's a bad thing. Like, am I allowed to get one? I think you're allowed to get one. Um, I think what we should do, uh, we and maybe two other elite Doug Zone listeners, we should get, Mm -hmm. like, we should draw a picture of Doug and then turn them into puzzle pieces, and each of us gets one of the puzzle pieces tattooed on us somewhere. We each have, like, a fourth of his face. Yeah, exactly. So with our powers combined, you know, if we, like, all hold our arms up in a certain way... (laughs) You can make like a really shitty looking Doug Walker. That's <laughs> <kind> so sick. <laughs> anyway, um, the new Patreon tier. Uh, we will forcibly tattoo parts of Doug Walker on some of our listeners. people. We will come to your home, chloroform you, and then tattoo <laughs> Doug on you. You wake up thinking you've been MK Ultra, but in reality. Yeah, you wake up in like a bathtub, you assume you're missing a kidney, and then there's just like. Yeah, the bathtub's like full of ice, and you're yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> no, I and still. You look down at your, at your, where your kidney should be, and instead of being gone, it's just a puzzle piece tattoo. And you're like, no, they got me. <laughs> <laughs>
And the secret to that is we also stole their candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we covered it up with the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. The perfect, perfect crime. Crash. <laughs> now I do want to go back to that wild west for pedophiles bit. Uh, Cause okay. I would like to know, um, you know, like the, the various kinds of cowboys who just like had French last names. Yeah. I think that would be all the pedophiles too. Cause that was the other place where you're really playing on easy mode for a long time was just, just the France. nation of France. Yeah. Like, I love how, like, all of the French philosophers in, like, the 60s Where signed this petition. Getting to, little boy pussy? Well, they signed a petition to just, like, get rid of the age of consent. Uh, because, like, one of the other writers was in prison for, like, sleeping with a 12-year-old. Oh, God. Uh, and all of these French intellectuals were like, well, this simply will not do. We must eliminate the age of consent so we can free our friend. Um, God. Like, huh. like, hmm, well... Surely this doesn't reflect anything about their philosophies. Off to go study them. Um, that was one of the other things that contributed to my lack of interest in philosophy. Was going like, oh, these people were all Awful. pedophiles or yeah. Nazis. Um, That's really the biggest issue with psychology is kind of that way too. Is you just oh, realize yeah. everyone was a bad person. He's like, oh, he was doing eugenics. That's why he did this. Oh, yeah. what a bummer. It always ends with eugenics. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, this man who pioneered the study of calipers. And you're like, wait, what? He did something racist with these? Oh, what? no. Uh, <laughs> this man discovered phrenology. And you're like, well, this surely went somewhere good. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he used these powers for good and not to justify slavery by saying, maybe it's something about them. Uh, let's see. Uh, hang on. Got a text from my manager. Yeah, we're good. Never mind. I get to be, I don't know. I've been saddled with yet more responsibilities. I get to train a new closing office associate. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't I know if I'm the person to do that. I haven't been to work in like a week. Like, I just like haven't been scheduled. Weird. It's been it's been weird. That is, that's a little strange. Uh, are you worried about the not ske- getting scheduled? Or is this just sort no, of a No, no, I'm scheduled in the future. It's just okay. like a... I took a couple days off, but then they were like, you just get the five days around it off as well. I had okay. I had something very similar happen. I requested a couple days off this week. And yesterday, Monday, is the last day this week I work. I requested three days off, and then they just gave me Friday and Saturday as well. I was like, oh. Nice. Cool, thanks. Um, But hey, no complaints here. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel with anything with work. Whenever they don't schedule me, I'm like, well, I can't really complain. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, paycheck will be slightly smaller, but I won't want to kill myself. Um, yeah. I'll be slightly less suicidal, so. Yeah. I do think, I genuinely think part of why customers uh, aren't rude to me as often on, like, days when I'm just sort of having a bad day is I do think there's something just about my, like, sunken eyes that tells someone, like, oh, he's one bad interaction away from, like, <laughs> mailing a bomb to someone. Like... <laughs> You have a threatening aura. I have a threatening aura. Yeah, yeah. When I when I'm in a bad mood, I, they oh boy, something about recent political events and skinny white men who don't seem to be doing well <laughs> mentally. I, for some reason, people are a little nervous when it comes to making me upset. I can't tell what they're afraid of, but uh, <laughs> people are nervous as you're holding program to kill at the register, just like reading it. Yeah, I, just, I hold program to kill, and I just point out and I go, "This is me." 
I'm like this. Uh, Have you ever read this? Yeah. Oh, dude, I would love to just start plugging Program to Kill to like random customers. Just start replacing the magazines in the magazine shelf with <laughs> copies of Program to Kill. Just a hardback cover copies of Program to Kill. Um, it is very funny. I will say I um I I reread Watchmen a while ago, mm-hmm. but the scene where he's like looking through like the racist magazine, and he's like the only news source I trust. That really is yeah. me when I'm at work because I love to just look through the National Enquirer and see what they're telling me. And so, you know, I'm just there like, finally, the one media source I can trust is I'm like looking through and it's like, is Obama gay? Former aides speak out. And I'm just reading through it like, damn, this is crazy. Is he gay? And I'm who like, knows? Well, who knows? And I'm looking through it and it's like, oh, no, he's, he's not. No, well, no, no. you win again, National Enquirer. You got me to look. Curses. Their current one uh, is like they see the National Enquirer in particular seems to be taking like a pro Mike Pence turn. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they're because the the one that I just saw is that like apparently they're saying that Mike Pence is planning a 2024 run so he can expose Trump for all of his corruption and for the bullying that he faced while he was in office. Um, Mike Pence is like infamously a bad person. Yeah, a he's a terrible person. In some ways, I think he's like worse than Trump because he like yeah. has beliefs. Uh, yeah. Whereas like yes. Trump, Trump is obviously not good. Is he funny and cool? Y- yes, but that doesn't make him a good person. To be clear, um, <laughs> I don't think he's a good person. I just think he's the funniest president. Yeah, he is objectively the funniest president. And frankly, at the time of his presidency, he was the funniest man in America, too. Like, yeah. really, there's no one who can do no it like him. No one was doing specials like that. Dude, the, I was thinking again about that clip from earlier this year where he was telling the crowd to get vaccinated and they start booing him. Uh, he's like, the vaccine, so very good. We made it while I was, in- you should get the vaccine. And then they're booing so immediately like, or don't, you don't have to. No one's going to make you. It's your choice. Definitely. It's like, that's incredible. That he's, he, just, he's just a person with zero beliefs. Yeah. He has no beliefs. He just wants to be liked. Um, it's the that's same so as sick. going back to Mike Pence. But then, apparently when he found out that there were like, there were people who wanted to kill Mike Pence. Uh, they're like, Mike Pence might die. And he's like, well, maybe he should. Like, you barely like you said so that to funny. someone. Like, just like, looking at the vice president, going like, "Well, it's out of my hands, buddy. Maybe you should be killed. Who knows?" The um, the most populous president, you know, yeah, truly a man of the people, a, a man of the majority, you know, yeah, a very specific bad kind of people, but a man but of the people, people nonetheless. <laughs> like you know, it's just so funny. Like looking at Trump, where he's like, "What? They want me to kill him? Sure, let's kill him. Get the gallows, everybody. Hang him." Uh, the people it, are rioting. Oh, well. Hmm. Well, maybe they're right. Uh, and then, like, you know, you cut to, like, the Democrats in office now where they're like, yeah, well, we're going to give you $2, and if you complain, we will shoot you in the head. This is all that you yeah. deserve. Like, it's insane. I was talking with my dad about politics, which is, it's funny because, like, I I am on the opposite side of politics than my father, but we both just agreed to, like, not trust the government. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. crazy how easy that is with like, there's that certain kind of right winger with whom you can like agree on pretty much everything by just going like, yeah, I don't trust them. I think they're bad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like them. I don't like politicians. I don't like the government. And my dad's just like, you're correct. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Uh, whenever I'm hanging out with my grandparents, like, oh, this Biden guy. I'm like, oh, don't get me started. And like, ah, what a good guy. Yeah, kid. exactly. Yeah. About, like my, my parents will start making fun of Biden and I'll be like, agreed. And then they look at me confused because they're like, what does she believe? You're like, what? But 
aren't you a communist and you don't <laughs> like Biden? I don't understand. Um, My dad was saying, he was like, I just think the left's leadership is just further center or further left than the majority. And I was like, no, I think they're way further center than the majority of people on yeah. the left. It's like the, uh, I saw a tweet a while ago and it said like, oh, you always make fun of Democrats. Yeah, I'm punching right. Tell them to get out of the way. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, well, and that's the thing is the left's leadership is definitely to the left of the majority in America. The Democrats' leadership, on the other hand, is not. Is not at all. Yeah, also the left like has no real leadership is the no. other big problem about the left in America is that, you know. We have like... Bernie, I guess. Yeah, technically. Yeah, that's the problem. Is if Bernie is considered the left's leadership, that's the sign that things have gone very, very yeah. wrong in America. Yeah. Um, but oh well. My mom is always just like being like the Clintons are evil, and that's like her hill to die on. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's a good hill to die on. Yeah. I agree with your agree. mom on this hill. I don't know. I convinced my mom that we should legalize marijuana. So that's her that's her new hill to die on. Which fair enough. I mean And I was like, Mom, I love that you've become like a single issue voter on marijuana, but not because you <laughs> want to smoke. Just yeah. just it's on like, principle. Like, yeah, she doesn't not? want to smoke. She has no desire to use marijuana, but she's like, No, it should be legal. People need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, I mean, hey, I was the same like in high school, that was one of the issues I was very like uh like drug de- decriminalization in general. Yeah. That's um, how I feel. And that's what and- I was talking to my mom about. She yeah. Yeah. And like, unlike every other person in high school who's like, weed should be legal because they were all like, because like, I want to, I want to do it. I was just like, because it's, you know, there's, there's mass incarceration. We should. Yeah. Be there's that. mass incarceration. And the only person that's benefiting from it is private prisons. Yeah. Which... Back in the back then I was like, yeah, because the war on drugs was a failure. Whereas now I'm like, oh, it was a complete success. It just yeah. did what it was. It didn't do what they told us it was supposed but to. But it did it what it was designed to do. To. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the really depressing thing about you know, having my views as you go from like, oh, these silly government people, they never do anything right to going like, oh, they're, they they're always doing do exactly right. what they want to. <laughs> this is exactly they're, what they're they successful do. in what they want to do. They're just lying to us. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I was saying with uh, Roswell, my mysterious and beloved counterpart on Historic Esoterica, it's very funny that he is the skeptic between the two of us. Yeah. If you, if you know about him and you know about me. Um, it is very funny. And they're talking about how the bombing of Hiroshima was a mass ritual to enter in a new age of demons. Uh, <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, metaphorically and possibly literally. Who knows? Um, mm. <laughs> maybe literally. I'm open to it. I'm open to the possibility. Just like Matt, have you done an episode about Astral World yet? Because I feel like you could spiral about Astral World for like an hour easily. I think I, I've like jokingly met- mentioned Astral World, but the thing about Historic Esoterica is we genuinely are trying to keep things like well researched. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, which is the that's the thing is I've I've said to people, I'm like, you know, if you hear me mention something on the Doug Zone and you wonder, well, what would this be like if Matt had done research on it before he started spouting off? Yeah. That, that's that's historic esoterica. Also, speaking of, uh, I know it's a little early for plugs, but I will just mention this. Uh, our next episode will be out next Tuesday. It was supposed to be out this Tuesday, and then we forgot to record. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it'll be out next Tuesday. We're talking about the Winchester Rifle Mansion. Uh Ooh, very, interesting. very, very interesting stuff going on in that mansion. Who knows what I will say about it? Uh, 
but you'll have to my listen dad to find out. asked me he was like are you a democrat and i was like no yeah, absolutely not and he was like so you're a republican and i was like no <laughs> no it's like somehow even worse uh, even more wrong <laughs> my parents must just be baffled with who i am as a person yeah like well i don't understand i mean you don't like either party either of the two parties in america there are no more well then i think my dad thinks i'm a libertarian <laughs> which i don't know how to tell him that he's wrong too yeah it's like, ah, well you don't like the republicans you don't like the democrats i bet you like elon musk and you think he should be running things i was just spiraling about how every government ends in an oligarchy oh which yeah my dad hates that spiral that i go on but it happens he hates the truth yeah actually wait speaking of elon musk i don't remember was it you did i did we already talk about the thing that trump uh, not tweeted he a truth or whatever he said no. about Elon Musk. What did he do? Okay, hang on. Let me find it. Because so Elon Musk uh, endorsed Ron DeSantis for president, which like, yeah, okay. boo, whatever. That sucks. Are we surprised? No. Yeah, no one's surprised by this. Um, let me see. Where is it? Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, but And so Trump, obviously, he Curious. swung back. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. It's like it, Elon Musk is the king of Reddit, but Trump is just the king in general. Like there's, there's no way you can enter a feud with Trump and come out on top. I genuinely don't think anybody has succeeded in that. No. Um, So (laughs) Trump posted this to a truth.social or whatever, his little social media. And he said, when Elon Musk came to the white house, asking me for help on all of his many subsidized projects, whether it's electric cars that don't drive long enough, driverless cars that crash or rocket ships to nowhere without which subsidies he'd be worthless and telling me how he was a big Trump fan and a Republican, I could have said, drop to your knees and beg, and he would have done it. Uh, That's which, so sick. Dude, crushed him. Uh, that might be the best Trump tweet of all time. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk uh, then tweeted out, like, because leftists, obviously, on Twitter were going like, this rocks. Elon has been owned so hard. So he probably said that. I love it when leftists agree with Trump. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, so funny. <laughs> it's like the solar eclipse. Yeah, everything has lined up perfectly, and it's yeah, beautiful. And, we're all like, and it happens once every like twenty something years, and yeah. you're just like, "Wow!" Yeah, I'm observing it from my. You need my glasses just to look at it. Like it's incredible. Um, but so you know, like the the button meme. Uh, there's like the two buttons, and the guy like sweating, trying to figure yeah. out which one to push. So he posted like, "Hate Trump, hate Elon," were the two buttons, and then left oh, is sweating. Easy. Yeah, and all the quote tweets are people going like, "This is the easiest decision of my life," and he deleted the tweet. Which is so funny. Um, God. So anyway, I saw when I saw that post, Elon I was like, Musk oh is my the God. Amber Heard for autistic people. <laughs> like Amber, <laughs> he does for autistic people what Amber Heard did to BPD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in many ways, this really is the Trump v. Heard. I mean, the, the Trump v. Heard. Oh my God. Trump v. Heard is uh, Trump v. Musk. Yeah, Trump v. Musk. Could you imagine the two of them going at it in a courtroom? Uh, with like they wouldn't need lawyers it'd just be them yeah just they both represent themselves that look if trump and elon did a trial against each other i would absolutely support making fan cams of trump yes Uh, i would watch every like tiktok of people breaking it down like there would be i would be glued to the screen oh dude yeah i have a friend and she i don't really know why she was doing it because frankly she doesn't really care about johnny depp or amber Heard. But every day of the trial, she just watched it and would send our little group chat like updates on what was happening. Um, right. For, for no real reason. And I'm just imagining her going like, Trump just called Elon fat, LOL. Like, 
Um, again, I was telling my family a couple of days ago, the day that I realized Trump was going to be president was in the first Republican primary debate when he, uh, when, uh, goodness, what's her name? Um, not Megan Fox. That's the actress. Uh, Megan yeah, Kelly. Not that's Megan her Fox. name. She was trying to like go after Trump for the fact that he obviously is sexist. Uh, and she's like just quoting some of the things he said. She was like, you've called women cows. And he just interrupts her and goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. And got a standing ovation from the audience. That's so good. Like, and the audience didn't like him at first. Like, that's something people forget. He they was won not him popular. over. He won them over. Yeah, he's, he's an incredible performer. And won the audience over to get a standing ovation for dunking on Rosie O'Donnell. Um and it's just, watching that clip is so funny because like as she's like drowned out by the applause and she's going like, no, no, I have right here. You've said this to other, look. It doesn't here. matter. And it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. The audience doesn't care. He said something. He came back so hard with so much confidence that the yeah. audience was like, fuck, I guess he's right. <laughs> like, damn, this guy might just rock. Um, it's like the, the Shane Gillis bit, right? Where he's talking about it, like how no one knew how to deal with him at first, right? Like he comes out the first thing, Rand Paul is ugly and Ted Cruz's wife is fat. And everybody's like, well, this damn. isn't politics. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do to this guy? Um, what are your policies? I don't know. <laughs> what do they want? <laughs> what do the people want? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. He might just be the man of the people. Uh, I like how every like it's literally, like every three episodes we go back to just like endorsing Trump. I mean, like, man, he's awesome. I miss I him. I don't endorse him as a politician. I endorse him as a public figure. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't love Chapo, right? But they did say a while ago something that I genuinely want. They're like, look, build a replica White House at the top of a casino in Atlantic City. Let him live there. Let him live there and give him Twitter again. And I mean, that yes. would revitalize the entire city, right? You have like their people making their pilgrimages to visit Trump's casino. And Could you imagine there's like tours and like glass walls and Trump's just inside doing things oh my with like God. his Diet Coke button or whatever he has? My, my dream job would be being one of the tour guides in that place. <laughs> um, oh, dude. Anyway, we should probably enter the plug zone before I continue <laughs> endorsing Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DougZoneCast, on TikTok at TheDougZone, and on Patreon.com slash TheDougZone where you can get a bonus episode every week for only $3 a month. That's right, folks. It's a steal. Yeah, that's, I, uh, I'm struggling to do the math all of a sudden, but that's, that's less, less than, than a dollar. One, yeah, it's less than a dollar. That's like <laughs> 75 cents an episode. Yeah, is it 75 cents? Okay, good. That's I what know. I thought. I just lost confidence in myself. Um, here, we'll Seems do the math correct. real quick, uh, and we'll figure it out. We'll figure out exactly what you're paying for these episodes. Okay, it's about four episodes a month. Yeah. Okay, so divided by four is point seven five times four. Yeah, three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can do simple math. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So subscribe to the Patreon for allegedly three dollars a month, uh, which you know. If you want to give us get, more, uh, if you'd want mail to me hear us talk about things other than Doug Walker, that's what we do there. This week we're talking about Darman, and I'm very excited. Oh, dude, I've got some thoughts on Darman. Uh, so yeah. We will uh, we'll see you on the Patreon, uh, but you won't see us. We've installed cameras in your home, and we're watching you as you through listen to this episode. Toys. Yeah, through kids' toys. Yeah, <laughs> we're mining all your data, and we really hope that one autistic hacker doesn't find us. Uh, anyway, now I'm imagining myself sidling up to that same bar where the uh, pedophile cowboy ordered a boy. I'm just going to look at the bartender, and I'm going to say, XOXO.
Gossip Dog.